Hello. We are the Four Horsemen, and this is our uh, podcast about the power by Naomi Alderman. I'm Pro Evan 70, a.k.a. Evan. I'm Matt Filipowski. I'm Nick Pesuchala. Um, so episode one, we have violence, tradition, religion, and media. Um, so on the topic of religion, uh, it's, it's very kind of crazy with, with the book right now. Um, it starts off with the character, Allie. Um, she kind of had a problem at home. She was a, uh, adoptive, she was adopted to a family, multiple families actually, who abused her, didn't treat her well, and she ended up running away from her most recent one after killing her father, uh, adopted father. And she ran away uh, and ended up finding a convent. Uh, you know, she met nuns there, and it, it kind of led to a much bigger um, event, which would end up going to uh, the other characters in the book. Um, this leads to not many great things. It leads to a lot of mischief and craziness throughout the story. Yeah, I agree, I agree. Yeah, I mean, it, 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 uh, when she got there, she cha- she didn't change her name, but she introduced herself as Eve, who everyone knows is a biblical figure, um, and she herself becomes a biblical f- figure through this. Uh, you know, at, at the convent, there was a bunch of kids exactly like her She had that had the power like her, um, and because of this, she ended up becoming like a mentor to them, and uh, she even baptized them under her new teachings, uh, where God is a woman, uh, uh, it's Mother Mary, uh, all these new things that aren't commonly taught in, in religious um, teachings. So we could also talk about the violence that's been going on in the book as of recently. A lot of violence, actually. A lot of violence, like a lot of crazy stuff with some electrical powers that like flow mm-hmm. through the hand, right? Mm-hmm. So the initial scene of the book allows the Naomi Alderman to provide readers with a baseline of the dynamics between men and women in her story about Roxy and her mom. So they take place in a contemporary society in which men have largely have power over women. With this episode, she illustrates that this is largely because men are able to cause more pain to, you know, vice versa, and therefore also inspire fear. In other scenes, the power these girls attain is like an electric force that flows through them. So in most scenes, there's a lot of violence, which I think makes the book a little more interesting. So with with this book being uh, a topic in our women's um, literature class, it's... It was expected to be more of a, a book straight up about women having crazy, not supernatural power, but more of societal power over men. And mm-hmm. from the first hundred pages that we've read, it it actually, in my opinion, you know, hasn't been like that at all. It's been more, of course, the women have these new, called superhuman powers, but uh, and they they are using them. They are killing. They are killing people. They do have power over men because it's a gender thing. It's a sorry, sex thing, um, where men don't have this power that women do, and it does give them, you know, strength and power over men in society and in the world. And it has become a problem because it starts off in, in girls, you know, teens, young girls, and they can't control them. And it definitely it, leads for these girls to having these powers and using them to things that they're not accustomed to and they find out these powers can lead to many bad things and deadly things and then just not too sure how to control it it's leading to all this chaos throughout the story which brings me on to my next point about 
the media and how they play a role in this story. They, they play a significant role by covering all these tragic situations with all the death. And there's actually a few horrible cases of rape throughout the story. Um, the girl, Allie, she was actually adopted by this man. And their, uh, the man and her and his, his husband, a wife, my bad, they're married. And actually, the husband rapes Allie. And Allie doesn't know what to do and she has the power and actually kills her father kills him on the spot throughout this whole thing and the wife sees this happen and doesn't know what to do and she she actually calls the police throughout this so along with that um ali uh has had this voice she calls it during the entire story um she doesn't know what or who it is she thinks it might be her mother it might be god she doesn't know but uh, th th this voice she's had has kind of led her to make decisions and, and has helped her survive, really. And it's been a, a constant, um, you know, uh, opinion and, and, and a voice throughout this entire thing. Um, and without it, you know, uh, Allie probably wouldn't have done many of the things she's done, including, you know, uh, protect herself and, and kill her adoptive father. In a way, it wasn't her fault. She yeah, true. It, it, it definitely yeah. wasn't her fault. I mean most of the girls in the story can't control her power and the, actually Allie being able to control her power to at least some extent has is what led her to be that what I talked about before religious figure for the other girls at the convent but uh but no she she has had this voice who has helped her make decisions to survive and has helped her control the power she has and it's 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 leading her to become you know one of the most important characters right now of the story um, and the stuff that's happening to her and what she's doing is also kind of carrying over to other stories. Um, I know Margot, one of the other main characters with the, the names in the chapters, uh, she's the mayor of a metropolitan city. Um, and, uh, and later, near, near the end of our reading, uh, around page 95 to 100, uh, they were talking about uh, how at the end of Allie's uh, most recent story, her, she was recorded um, preaching to most of uh, the other girls at the convent she was at. And that was put on uh, online, on YouTube maybe. Um, and actually that carried over to the next chapter, which was Margot's, where she was actually talking about, um, you know, seeing the video and, and how the, the world is changing because of things like this and how prominent girls are becoming and they're, they're really changing, you know, the world and, and having a huge effect on everybody's lives now just because of the new power they have. So I think we should talk about like the tradition now. Tradition, yeah. Okay. So tradition is one of the main theme in the novel because gender relations reflect a society where men are more dominant. And the author described this due to the fact that men are more able to inflict violence and therefore more able to gain power. Um, this connects to Tundi. He is the so far the only male protagonist in this book. He becomes an outside eye on the woman's corruption. At first, he recognizes and documents the positive aspect of women gaining power in countries like Saudi Arabia, India, and Moldova, where women who have been stripped off their rights or who are trapped in sexual slaveries are finally able to start a revolution together and overcome their oppress 
answers. Um, but the longer he stays in Moldova, the more he sees that women have become just as corrupt and cruel as the men were. Another story that relates to this theme is where what is his name? Her story provides another perspective on power dynamics and how power can turn and how the power to hurt trickles down into other forms of power like political power where she was the mayor of an unknown town and she didn't dare to go against Daniels, which is her another the, mayor. The governor of yes, the state. Um, instructions. And she described that when she acquires her power, she described feelings at a constant ease. And she starts to speak like how a man speaks. She's confident and the society reward her for this behavior. And yeah. So, so with that, um, you know, the tradition, it's, uh, Haley was talking about it earlier in, in, in what she was just saying. Um, men are, are traditionally seen as the, the dominant, the prominent, the stronger sex, the, the one with the power in society, jobs, anything really. Um, and with this new power that women are given, that totally flips. I mean, it's the power that the women now have is only way stronger. It's only physical power. But because of that, it transfers over in, into other things, how women can get what they want, you know, just by threatening, you know, to, to, to use their power that most of them can't even control. So, I mean, it leads to, to political power or, or anything they can really dream of. It leads to bigger issues. And one thing I found pretty interesting is the mayor's daughter almost actually killed a person. And the mayor and, and his daughter brings this to the news acres talking about how they almost killed someone and it, it becomes a bigger issue when the mother comes into the scene and talks and actually flips the narrative here and talks about how these girls it's not their fault and they should have a, a safe ground or safe safe place where they could stay and learn how to control their powers so they're not hurting and killing people actually That's so kind of interesting so exactly with that idea um Margot, the the mayor, and and her daughter having the powers was definitely the main reason how where that she thought of uh, having these safe areas, um, and and her boss, the governor of the state she works in, uh, Daniel, he never approved of her going on uh, on the show to, to talk about this. So when she got back after speaking about it, he uh, he wasn't happy with her at all. But um, you know that, that's kind of part of the, the tradition too. I mean the. The woman had had the idea that ends up working actually because by the end of that chapter, uh, it says that she has millions of dollars in, in donations to actually fund these um, these buildings and projects. Um, but with that, you know, Daniel uh, he didn't like it at all, um, and 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 he was really mad at her for for doing what she did, even though thinking from what she did do, it probably will turn out to be somewhat beneficial save lives um, and help these help these girls to to continue to you know control their powers and be safer for everyone in the world um, so yeah that's that's most of uh, you know those are the main topics of the, the last hundred pages um, you know just to, to cap it off 
interesting know, story it, so it, far. It, it really is, you know. I mean, a lot but, of action in the first three pages itself. No, none of us really expected the the story to go this way. Um, it, it's had a lot of different, you know, the takes and, and opinions and thing, just different things happening, you know, yeah. from different ways it can go. It really is. I mean, the the topics we mainly spoke about here was violence, traditional religion, and media. Um, and, you know, just from the first hundred pages, the you know you heard it here. We we had a lot to talk about, and and once you read the next hundred pages. Who knows? Things could change dramatically. Things could be similar. Could go into more detail. But we're, uh, you know, we're looking forward to next week. So, uh, yeah, yeah, that was, that was episode listening. one. We are Thank the four you. horsemen. Yeah.